0: Hello, dear ones. What is going on today? I hope that you are super fantastic here in The Hague in the Netherlands. We had a very chilly spring and a pretty cold summer and we have had the most luscious, beautiful, delicious fall. I've always loved autumn, one of my favorite seasons. And this has been an autumn, like just gorgeous weather sun shining, which, you know, in this part of the world, any day the sun is shining without clouds, without rain, without tons of wind, too, you just have to be grateful. Ah, you know, I think about living in those places in the world like, you know, Southern California, Aruba, where are some places in the world that just have, there's a place in Mexico called Cuernavaca. I studied Spanish there for a summer. It's called uh, Todavia Primavera the eternal spring, places that just have beautiful weather all year round. Like, I sometimes fantasize about moving to a place like that. But then it's like, isn't it the dark, dreary, rainy days that make the beautiful, golden, sunshiny days just feel all the more spectacular? Isn't it the contrast that makes the good feel so good? But this isn't our topic for today. Our topic today is really, really amazing and outstanding, and it is information you really, really need, like truly, honestly, from the heart, this is information you need to grow a prosperous, soul-guided business, especially if you are in the service sector and you work with clients. But this holds true and important if you do not. And today we are talking about Boiling Hot Soul Prospects. I love the name of this. So Boiling Hot Soul Prospect is a prospective client who is very interested in working with you and is just at the doorstep of your business, knocking, saying, I want in. I want to invest in your premium offerings. Let me in, please. And actively creating this line of soul prospects at your business doorstep is so important. It's going to serve you and your business again and again and again if you have some sort of system or filter or process where you are continually inviting and magnetizing the right people to your business doorstep. Now, I've heard some intuitive business coaches, spiritual business coaches saying they don't like the word prospects. And I get it. There is a salesy undertone to that. Like I'm in it to get a sale and I'm creating prospects. But I invite in a different energy here because the process of prospecting is a really important part of any healthy, functional, abundant business whether you are all into the 3D bro marketing or you're completely spiritual. So let's invite in that this process of cultivating relationships and connecting with people to get them excited about working with you or investing in your products is a soul process. It is a spiritual process. It does require intuition and energy and service and love. I mean, my gosh, when I am like in the process of soul prospecting, I am almost always in a love energy because I'm calling the right people into me. And we do have that soul connection. And the more that I can get into the energy of, I don't care if you hire me or not, I'm here to make a soul connection. The more like, and I'm truly in that energy, the more clients arrive to me who want to work with me. And we're going to talk about how to get into that energy. So my friends, in today's episode, we explore why devoting a good chunk of your business day to soul prospecting is so important, how to create a list of boiling hot soul prospects, and the secret to turning those prospects into loyal repeat clients and referral sources. We'll end on an invitation that will have you with your own queue of boiling hot soul prospects, excited to invest in your premium offerings. So be sure to stick around until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, a podcast for soul guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammel, your host and soul guide. Well, hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,300 leaders and light workers who are in service to each other and the planet. Today, we're talking about boiling hot soul prospects. A boiling hot soul prospect is someone that you've spent some time connecting to first, and you've gotten them because of these connections you've made, these series of connections, they are now excited to invest in your offerings. Now, raise your hand, and I know everyone listening to this is going to raise their hand. Raise your hand if you got the cold call, air quotes, cold call in your, say, Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger of someone trying to sell you something who you have no idea who they are. Is that not the most annoying thing? Now, I used to ignore those emails, those messages, but now I actually say, dear so-and-so, I do not respond to people who I don't have a connection with first. Good luck to you. And then if we are friends, I unfriend them. I don't like those cold messages. I don't know how, like, obviously it works. Because so many people do it, but that is not the sole guided way. And I think that's why some people don't like the word prospecting or prospects because in the old way and system of doing it, it involved this cold reach out. Now I'm not here to say that cold calls are always a bad idea. I think there is a time and a place where you've researched your audience. You know, the audience is interested in your product. And I suspect the people who send out these messages would say that this is a they've researched me and they've seen that I need their product. So I don't want to say that all cold calls are bad. okay? I just don't. But when people show up in my messenger who I have no idea who they are and they're trying to sell me something, I don't like that. And I imagine you relate to this. Okay, so this is not at all what we're talking about. We're talking about something so much better and so much more effective and so much better feeling for the soul guided entrepreneur. That's why I like to call it the soul prospect, because we really are looking to call in those people where we feel truly connected to and just to build a relationship with them. And in that relationship building and rapport building And trust building, right? Trust is such a huge part of this. If you are a coach or a healer or a writer or an artist, if you're doing something that is really in service to someone, it is so important that they trust you before they invest in you. That trust goes so far. It's a gift. And trust doesn't happen normally overnight, right? It takes some time to build trust. Even among the most spiritually connected people, there is we are humans having a human experience and we in our human suits, we need a little bit of time to build trust. Now, for some connections that you make with soul prospects, that time is going to go very quickly. You're going to meet each other and it's going to be a love at first sight. But for some of your soul prospects, it does take more cultivations, more touches, more trust building. Okay. So why is it so important to spend a good chunk of your business day devoted to soul prospecting? The reason why is simple. It will get you clients. It will get you clients so much more effectively than spending a lot of time building a pretty website or bookkeeping or going through emails, scrolling Facebook news feeds. Now, all of those things are important. I'm a huge fan of pretty websites. I think I have one. But what I'm talking about here is prioritizing your work week and always starting when you're fresh and ready to hit the day. Always starting with the work that's going to land you clients. It's your most important work. You are running a business. You want to earn income, right? You want to be in service to people, but really you want clients, right? So you can be in service to those clients. And this work is going to get you clients. So that should be number one on the priority list. And the other stuff that needs to be done in a healthy business, sure, that comes later that comes second or third or fourth. And scrolling social media content, consuming social media content should really come last. And it really should come in a very small, finite amount of time. Like you give yourself 20 minutes a day or something. Because consuming social media content is not likely to land you clients unless unless you are consuming social media content with the lens of connecting to potential clients. And if that's the lens in which you're consuming, then it can be a really valuable use of your time for a limited amount of time. And here's another reason why devoting time to soul prospecting is so important. I think we've all fallen in the trap at one point or another in our business that we really want people to come to us we don't want to create our own stage. We want to be discovered. We want to be found, right? I've used the example before of the supermodel Giselle. Giselle, I guess, was discovered. She was found in her car. She was like 14 years old, living in Brazil. She and her mom were driving to the mall and at a red light was a model talent agent, scouting agent, who saw her and her mom at a red light. Now that's great. I'm glad Giselle was found that way, but that is not how our soul clients are going to find us typically. If that happens, that's just like a bonus. That's like a cherry on the cake. Soul clients don't find us typically unless, unless we're actively putting the energy out there to reach out, to find them, to create your own stage and stand on the stage and advocate on behalf of the results that you create in the world and being in that energy of being in service. And it's so important that we spend our energy creating our own stage than waiting to be found. Because when you create your stage and let people know what they can receive when they attend one of your shows, meaning what they will receive when they they invest in one of your products, that's how you get, that's how you start to magnetize people in, magnetize people into your audience so you can start to create these soul connections. So how do you start to create these connections? Well, I always advise people to start a list. Whether you are absolutely new to business or you've been at this for a while, the list works and the list should never really go away. And what the list is, is the people that you know in your network today, and they can be friends, friends of friends, acquaintances, like anybody in your network who you have some knowledge of, who you think could potentially be interested in or benefit from one of your offerings. Those people go on what I like to call a hot list, the hot, the boiling hot soul prospect list. And you want to be very liberal in this list. If you're not sure if someone would be interested or not, just add them. And this is a beautiful time. In fact, everything I'm going to be talking about today is a beautiful time to use your intuition, trust your gut. Ask your heart, ask your higher self. Should I add this person to my hot list? If you get a yes, just go ahead and do it. And then once you've created your list, you want to go through each person and consider what's the ideal outcome for each of these relationships? Like, what would you ideally like to see? So, for some of the relationships, they aren't necessarily potential clients, maybe they're peers. And maybe you could be a guest speaker in their audience and you could invite them to be a guest speaker in your audience. You know, maybe there is a collaboration that wants to take place. Maybe there's some other support or a friendship or a bounce ideas off each other. So it doesn't always have to be all about clients, clients, clients. It's really about you creating your business community. And this is an important part of it because some of the people that you add to the list will be friends. And you'll just have to ask yourself, is this person a friend who I wouldn't necessarily want as a client or is it okay if I shift the energy of this relationship to that of client while we're working together, okay? So it doesn't mean that if you have a friend, there are no go zone because the friendship is there. It can mean that. But if you really feel like, you have a friendship with someone who could really benefit from what it is you have to offer, then why not let them know? You know, why not reach out? Okay. And so then that gets to the next part of the process is you've created the list, you've decided the ideal outcome or like what you would, how you would ideally like to connect with each person on the list. And then it is time to reach out to each and every one of the people on the list. And again, this is 100 percent, I feel, the best way to go if you're just starting your business. But even if you've been in business for a while, this is such a powerful practice. Reaching out to old clients to say, hey, I've got this new group program coming up. I think you'd be perfect for it. In fact, I was just on the phone the other day with my coach who runs a seven-figure coaching business, and he does this every, almost every day, I think. He has a note card with a list of people, a list of his prospective soul clients who he just wants to touch base with. It's not like here's the list of people I'm going to sell to today. It's here's the list of people I'm going to connect to today. To keep these relationships warm, to let his audience know that he's there Maybe there's a product or or a service that they'd be interested in, in investing in. And if not, it's just like, hey, how are things going for you? I've been thinking about you. And my coach is also a time management and productivity guru. And this is, you guys, listen to me. This is the first thing he does every day because it is the thing that gets him the most clients and then essentially the most business revenue. He prioritizes it to be number one. And I am shifting into myself also always prioritizing this to be number one. Sometimes I prioritize this podcast, y'all, but I do get a lot of clients from this podcast. So I'm always prioritizing that thing that I think gets me the biggest return in my business to be the number one task I tackle in a day. So the hot list works, and it works really well whether you're absolutely new to business or you've been at this for a long, long time. And you get to decide how you reach out to them. What makes sense? Is it an email? Is it a text message? And then if it's someone you don't know so well, I wouldn't immediately invite them into a discovery call. I would just reach out and say, hi, I have this business. I do this thing. How are you doing? what's up with you? This is, this is what's happening in my world. And just start a conversation. If you have a free PDF guide or a free download, send them the freebie. Say, hey, I just made this thing. It's available for free. I thought you'd really enjoy it. I thought you could benefit from it. One thing that people love to hear, if especially when it's coming from a place of sincerity, is, hey, I've been thinking about you. If that is true, You have someone in your world who you think would benefit from your product or your service and they've been on your mind. Tell them that, you know, dear so-and-so, I've been thinking about you. How are you? Who doesn't like to receive a message that starts like that when you know it is genuine and sincere? And the intention with all of these outreaches is really to deepen the connection, deepen the trust, deepen that energy between the two of you. And when you get to the point of saying, hey, I have an offering I think that you would love, you always want to get permission. It's simple. Do you want to hear about it? Just ask that question. That question shifts the energy to we're not doing chitty chat anymore. Now we're going into something that feels more like a sales conversation. But really, it's like the sales conversation Energy is I have something that I think you really need that will change your life. And in my experience, when you get to that point where you feel the connection is so strong and you say, hey, I've got something cool to offering, would you like to hear about it? I get a yes about 99% of the time, and I, I feel like it's a sincere yes. And the 1% of the time I get a no, it's just like, oh, hey, I love you, Allison, but just not now, or I'm not looking to invest in coaching, or it's just not now is not a good time. And perfect. Uh, That's a great answer, too. Now I know. Now is not a good time. No worries. We are connected. I will reach out to you again in the future. And we're going to talk about that reach out in the future more. I'm going to explore more into that in a second. So, this reach out is so important. And I see it a lot with clients who say, well, I don't have anyone in my network that would be a suitable client. I like to challenge that. I find it hard to believe in anybody's network that there's absolutely not one person that would benefit from your offerings. Not a single one. I just, I know the listeners of this podcast offer very valuable things that many people could benefit from. So I do often find, I, I I like to challenge that thought if I hear it, that there's not one person because I think underneath that thought is this desire that we can have to reach out to strangers. It feels more comfortable to have a connection with a stranger to talk about our offerings than someone we know. And if that feels like you, you'd rather go out onto the internet and connect to people that you feel a real connection to, but they're not people you necessarily know. If you'd rather do that than communicate with people already in your network, people you already know, there is likely some sort of resistance or block there that is telling you some form of, you know, you can't present your true self to your circle of friendship, to the people who know you. You can only do that. It's only safe to do that with strangers. The people who already know you won't accept you or this side of you who's maybe a healer or a coach or a mystic or some really authentic part of yourself. Because normally, when we're talking about our business offerings and you're a soul-guided entrepreneur, you're offering something that's a true, raw, authentic piece of yourself. And sometimes it feels scary to present that side of yourself to your network you're worried that they'll reject you. Now, this is when it gets really important to decide who in your network would truly benefit from your offerings. If it is, you know, Aunt Martha, who is, you just know, wouldn't accept any part of you or your offerings, I would stay away from Aunt Martha. But I do invite you to look within. If you feel resistance to reaching out to people you already know in your warm circle to talk about your offerings, there's probably some sort of block there. And here is the most important rewarding part of this outreach process is it is just you practicing again and again and again, because hopefully you have a lot of people on your hot list, practicing, introducing yourself Introducing your offerings and advocating on behalf of the results that you create in the lives of the people who consume your offerings. And the more you do that and the more you really start to own that, own that value, own that transformation that you create, the more people are going to really trust you, find you because that energetic signal is going to be so strong and get super excited to work with you. All right, moving on to the secret to turning those soul prospects into loyal repeat clients and referral sources. So you've created your list, you've reached out to the people on the list, and that is really like the first steps of the process. You really want to view soul prospecting as a journey. Now, with some soul prospects, maybe the journey is a couple weeks, but for some soul prospects, the journey is years from the time they first meet you and your offering to the time that they invest in it. So, what is the secret to turning prospects into clients? The secret, the magical secret, is in the follow up. Very rarely do people find you and invest in you, especially if you offer higher priced products immediately. It normally takes time and it's that follow up, it's that cultivation of the relationship that will eventually get them excited to hire you. And I want you to imagine that this courtship, if you will, this sole client courtship, as I like to call it that's part of this soul prospecting, I want you to imagine that it lasts about a year and you might be thinking, oh, well, I really want to get fully booked now. I don't want to wait a year. I'm not saying that you have to wait a year. I'm saying you can offer a new product next month that gets sold out. I'm rather inviting you to get into the energy of, hey, I'm in my business for the long haul. I'm here as part of a marathon, not a sprint. And I've got all the time in the world to cultivate relationship. And when you get into this energy of, I'm not going away, I'm here to support you, whether you hire me now or in the future or never, I am here and I am here to serve you, that's actually going to speed up that prospecting process. And that's gonna get your prospective clients even more excited to work with you. So getting into this energy of, I've got all the time in the world. I will court you for a year. I will court you for two years is really, really attractive. And again, always coming from a place of truth and integrity that is going to be super attractive to your prospective soul clients. So what does this follow up look like? Okay. Well, let's say that you have a virtual coffee with someone or a real coffee or you did a discovery call and they just said, now is not the right time. And maybe you've talked them through a few objections. And they've still landed on, I'm interested, but now is not the right time. I love that answer, especially when I know that they're, that I feel that they really mean it and they're not just saying that to make me feel good. That it really is like, it's, they're, they're committed to trying to make it work, to trying to get the resources, to trying to find the time. When you feel someone is genuinely like interested, but now is just not the time, accept that as a beautiful, warm embrace. That is a business win because that person is highly, highly likely to come back to you and invest in you in the future. So when that happens, it's really important to follow up, right? The magic is in the follow up and say and ask them, may I follow up with you in three months or six months or whenever? May I follow up? They will say, yes, I promise you, because you're just asking them. By follow-up, I mean, may I check in with you? May I check in with you in a few months? They will say yes. And then this is when you really want to have some sort of CRM or client relationship management. And CRM is just some sort of system that helps you to manage these relationships. And it's really important to have some sort of CRM. And for years, I've used Google Sheets, and it's where I've kept my hot list. And then if someone says, you know, if I'm talking to a prospective soul client and they say, we agree that I'm going to reach out to them in three months, that's where I notate it, you know, reach out in three months. And after using Google Sheets for years successfully, I've just now recently moved to a more sophisticated platform with some more bells and whistles. But most entrepreneurs don't need a sophisticated CRM system. Most of us need something really simple. So if you don't have a CRM yet, I do invite you to create your hot list, use a Google sheet or something like that, a doc, a piece of paper, create your hot list and turn that hot list into your CRM and have it set up some way where you can take notes about what kind of responses you're getting from each person and where follow-up action is required. And this, again, is a super beautiful time to be using and trusting that intuition, trusting that intuition about how you follow up with each person. So follow up is more than just reaching out and asking to get on another call. Follow up is also like, let's say in a few months time, you create a new free offering. And you think that that person that you're, that sole prospect that you're cultivating relationship would benefit from that. Send them an email. Hey, I just created this free offering. I thought you'd really benefit from it. Here it is. Let me know if you have questions. If you're having offering a free class or a masterclass, send them a personalized invitation. I think you would really love this. I'm offering a free class. Here are the details to sign up. If you are reaching out from a place that is in service and your intuition is saying, yeah, do it, this person, your prospective person, is going to be grateful. They might not respond. They might not say, I'm so grateful, but they're receiving it. They're receiving it. And please don't take a non-response to be an indication that they're not interested. Maybe it is. It can be certainly. But most of us are busy. Most of us, we see it. We like, oh, okay, that's nice. She invited me to that thing. I can't go. I can't respond right now. But thank you. Like they're going to make a mental note. And again, the magic is in the follow up. If you're, say, inviting them to an event that has like a specific date, you can just follow up in a few days to say, hey, did you get my email? I have a free class coming up. There's still time to sign up. So often we get into the trap of one and done because we don't want to bother people because we're too polite. And I invite you to get out of the trap of one and done because you're assuming that you're going to bother people or be salesy or pushy and I invite you into the energy of people are busy and they need to hear from me several times, sometimes in their busy day to be like, oh, yeah, thank you for writing back. I am interested. I do want to do it. Or thank you for writing back. I'm too busy right now, but could you reach out to me in a few months? Oh, sure. Heck yeah, I'll do that. And then you make a note of it in your CRM. This is the dance. This is the courtship. This process leads to clients. Let me give you an example. About three years ago, I was living in Maine in the U.S. And I was going to a co-working space. It was a great space, great energy. I actually really miss going there like connecting to people. It's funny, this was like before coronavirus when you know doing stuff like that was a lot more simple. And I met someone there. And I remember thinking at the time, oh, she'd be such a perfect client. I feel so connected to her. She was telling me about some of her business struggles. And I remember thinking, oh, like I could really help her with that. And then, you know, I was a little bit like, oh, should I, you know, give her my card? Should I let her know that, you know, I could help her? Should I say anything? I was kind of, I I didn't want to come across as salesy in the conversation. I didn't want her to think that I was just in standing there talking to her because I thought she was a prospective client. Like I wanted her to know that I was just genuinely interested in being connected to her and I didn't want her to get the wrong idea. So finally at the end of the conversation, I said, hey, look, I'm an intuitive business coach and the struggles you're experiencing are the exact things I help people to overcome. So here's my business card. I have a really great freebie at the moment. And I remember I didn't invite her into a discovery call. I invited her to sign up to my mailing list and I gave her my card and I said, you know, here's my website. I've got a great free offering at the the moment and I think you'd really benefit from it. And she said, thank you. And she gave me her card and we went our separate ways. And I remember thinking, oh gosh, I hope that was not too salesy. I hope I didn't turn her off, which is really funny because if I was in that exact same conversation today with someone, I wouldn't hesitate at all to say, hey, I'm Allison. I'm an intuitive business coach. I think I could help you. So as I reflect back on this, I see how All those hours I've spent soul prospecting and getting comfortable advocating on behalf of the results I get for people and using my intuition to know when it's the right time to talk about it and when it's the right time not to has really paid off because this was, you know, several years ago and I was still learning. I was still growing and I was still like, ah, second guessy. So I had this conversation with this person and I got home and I was second-guessy about it. And I thought, you know what, I'm just going to follow her up with an email because I had her card and say that I really enjoyed talking to her. And again, I have a freebie. Here's the direct link to sign up if she's interested. And I did that. I sent a follow-on email. She responded to that email saying she was also happy to be connected. And that was that. I never heard anything else from her. And to be honest, I don't even, at the time, I didn't know if she had actually signed up for my mailing list or not. Well, a few months ago, out of the blue, I get a application to a discovery call with me, and it's from this person. And she says in the intake form of the application that she has been on my list. She has been consuming my content, listening to my podcast. And she's really, really interested in working with me. She really wants to invest in one of my premium offers. You know, can we have a conversation to talk about it? And I was a little surprised because I hadn't heard from this person in so long. And I was just like, wow, this is so magical how this can work. Like years ago, I had this conversation and I hemmed and hawed about whether or not I should give her my card and ask her to sign up to my list. But I didn't. And here she is. And we got on the phone and it was just immediate soul connection. And she was just basically like, sign me up. She was like, sign me up for your premium offering. And it was easeful. There was an ease to it because I had followed through on the nudges, even though at the time I had second guessed it, I had still followed through on the nudges. And she had come into my world and she had been for years consuming my content, listening to my podcast. And she's such an extraordinary person. And that gut response I got when I first met her at the coworking space that was, this is a soul client, was spot on. It was spot on. And now, years later, she actually is a real soul client, signed up for one of my premium offerings. And the last thing I'll say about the magic of the follow-up is something really important, really important. So if you're still listening to this episode, you are going to be rewarded big time for staying with me because this is the most valuable thing I'm going to share in this, what I consider to be very valuable episode. We're still in the magic of the follow-up. It it will, if it hasn't already happened to you, this will happen, I promise. Where you've been soul prospecting and soul client courting, and you've done a couple of discovery calls, and they've even said, maybe, yes, yes, I'm going to work with you. Yes, sign, send me over the contract, send me over the invoice. And you feel so excited about it. And you're like, ah, this soul client, I'm going to start working with her. She's amazing. I'm so excited. You send over the contract, you send over the invoice, and crickets. And all of a sudden, you're like, where did they go? and sometimes people will ghost you. I think if it's a real soul client connection, that would be very infrequent. But hey, things happen. Things come up in people's lives. No judgment here. Or sometimes people say, you know what? I thought I wanted this, but I'm just too afraid to invest the money. I just don't think I can do it right now. So what you've done is you created all this energy of this person being your prospective soul client, actually that The soul client connection energy has been created and they decided last minute that they just can't follow through. Now you can try to talk them through their objections, which I would. Hey, we've had this connection. You definitely saw you, you were a yes. Let's talk through why you're now a no. Okay. But if you, if you see after that, you know, talking it through that the person is still has switched to now a no or has switched to now a not now response okay, no problem. Let them go. Let them go and say, hey, if it's a not now, may I reach out to you in three months? Or if it's just a no-no and you kind of realize that maybe this person isn't a soul client, you just wish them well in all future endeavors. Just wish them well, okay? And here's the beauty. Here is the magic. You've created the energy. And I want you to shift into this mantra and I'm going to use the pronoun her for the soul client avatar, but you use the pronoun that works for you and your business. It is her or someone better. It is her or someone better. The energy has been created. So she has decided to not follow through. No problem. No judgment. Somebody better. More suited for me and my offerings is going to slide into the energy. So if you maintain that energy and maintain that her or someone better, someone better will arrive. However, if you go into, oh, I failed, this person backed out on me, I must have done something wrong. I am defeated. I am deflated. If you go down that energy, you're taking that amazing energy you've just created away. You're 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 altering it to that of lack, and that is going to bring in more lack. That is going to serve as a roadblock for that person who is better to find you. So when the energy is there and you basically get a yes and it falls flat on the 11th hour, look at it as a blessing. That means somebody better is out there, somebody more ideal. Somebody more soul connected is out there and they're going to slide right in at just the right time. So that is a magical energy, her or someone better. And you can stay in that energy too if you're on the discovery call and they're like, I love you. I love this. I need time to think. Okay. Sometimes when the person goes away and they're needing that time to think, we can we can turn into head cases like, oh, I want to work with her so much. Oh, will she work with me? Will she not? Will she say yes? Will she say no? Will she sign the contract? If you've had the discovery call and the person legitimately needs time to think, you need to just cut the course, say, sure, no problem. Book the follow-up call. Book the follow-up call, so important. So they need time to think, okay, great. Let's book a follow-up call in a week or in a few days. You know, depending on you know, using your intuition, right? How much time do they need? Book the follow-up call. And when you get off that initial discovery call where they're asking for time to think, cut the cord, let them go, go into the energy, well, it's either her or someone better. So it doesn't really matter if she says yes. You're unattached. You're in that energy of, I'm calling in soul clients and the right soul clients are going to arrive. All right. Let's just do a quick recap here on soul prospecting. It's so important that soul prospecting becomes a number one priority each and every week in your business because this is the single thing that's going to have the biggest effect on you getting clients. As part of that, always have a hot list, always have a hot list, not just for the new people, but especially if you're a new person, create a hot list of soul prospects. Decide the ideal outcome for for each of those people, like what you'd ideally like the relationship to look like, whether it's client, peer, peer collaborator, coach, mentor, whatever. Reach out to each and every person on the list, using your intuition to guide you regarding the way you reach out and what you potentially offer them or invite them to. And then always know that the magic of the soul prospecting process is in the follow-up. So having some sort of simple CRM to track your follow-up is so important and it will really serve you and your business. Okay, my invitation for you this week is to start a hot list if you don't already have one. And if you do have one, good job, well done, keep up the good work. And I invite you to add at least 10 people to the list. Add at at least 10 people to the list. And then in the next seven days, I invite you to follow up and reach out to each and every one of them to start to connect to them, deepen your relationship and build a deeper bond of trust. All right, my dear ones, I really love prospecting, soul prospecting so much. And it's one of the reasons why I love to be a business and I love to cultivate relationships and meet people and learn about them. And and it's it's part of what makes me love my job so much. And I suspect if you're a soul guided entrepreneur, there's a piece of you that loves that human connection as well. So really just find the fun in this, find the curiosity. And find that desire to just deepen your connection to other humans. And you're going to find in the process, you're also going to deepen your connection to soul clients. All right, you guys. So I often at the end of the show ask for ratings and reviews, and I really want to read some of the reviews I get. I'm so grateful for the reviews I get. I really, really am. And I'd love to read for you a new review I just got this week from the amazing and magical David Lee, and you can find David Lee at Human Nature at Work. And this is what David had to say. Alice and Scamble's podcast is perfect for soul-guided, heart-centered entrepreneurs and healers who don't resonate with a lot of the hustle-oriented sales and marketing business-building strategies we're all inundated with. Oh gosh, I love that. Her approach is a wonderful blend of applying intuition and more metaphysical approaches to bringing your gifts to the world with practical, nitty-gritty actions required to turn ideas into reality. It's kind of like this. If standard law of attraction experts don't have enough substance and real world applications for you and the typical male business and marketing coach is not soulful enough for you, Allison is the one for you. This is like the best review ever. My gosh, thank you, David. She's also just plain inspiring. Her cheerful, optimistic vibe can help boost your spirits and expand your view of what's possible for you. Last but not least, her authentic, authentic, Pull the curtain aside, vulnerability around her journey makes her a trustworthy, relatable and compelling teacher. Thank you for being you, Allison. My gosh, thank you, David Lee. Check him out. Human nature at work. I am really just humbled by that feedback. Thank you so, so much. And if you, listener, would be inspired and so-called to leave a review as well If you have an iPhone, you can pop on your podcast app, go to Soul Guide Radio, and just click on tap to rate, and you can write a review. It's as simple as that, and I'm so grateful, and I'm going to be reading reviews on the air, so be sure to do that, and I will give you a shout out. And I just want you to know I'm so grateful for you tuning in every week. I really appreciate it. I can feel your energy out there. It means the world to me. And until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency dissolve the doubt and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve find the link to download on my website alisonscammell.com as well as in the show notes